0: Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is believe. This episode of the Candlestick Kids is brought to you by Bet Online. All eyes are back on the gridiron and his teams are back for another football season. And as always, Bet Online is your number one spot for all pro and college football action this season. With the new updated site and interface even more odds, props, and contests, Bet Online continues to be your number one source for everything football. Head to the website or use the mobile app and sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Don't forget to use the promo code Believe, B-L-E-A-V. Believe to receive your bonus. For football, basketball, boxing, write to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports. Bet online, where the game starts.
1: Everybody welcome back to the Candlestick Kids Fantasy Football Podcast on the Fantasy Focused YouTube channel. I'm your host, Bobby Lamarco. Today, it's Wednesday. We're doing positional start sits, we're doing QV streamers. And I'm typically joined by my beloved co-host, Buck. Unfortunately, today, it's just Bob Solo. I got bucked. I got bucked real bad. But unfortunately, in life, we have to move on. And today, we'll be diving into all our positional start sits of the week. We'll also be talking a little bit about QB streamers, tight end streamers. And I got some kickers for you. The well-known kicker analysis is finally breaking through to the mainstream. I'm super excited. Talk a little defenses as well. And Thursday night football. If you're joining us on the the actual YouTube page, this is once again the Candlestick Kids Fantasy Football Podcast on the Fantasy Focused Network. Make sure you're following us, subscribing to our channels on the YouTube pages at Fantasy Focused. Make sure you're following us on all our platforms, streaming platforms. Make sure you're on Twitter. It's at Sky Gowasco, at Bobby Lamarco, at Fantasy Focused. On Instagram, for example, it's at Fantasy Football X Factor. For me, at the Candlestick Kids Uh, For Sky, and also we have Jordan Valley. we have Buck59, all those guys, follow them on Twitter across the board, and fantasy folks on Instagram. Lot to follow, lot to keep up with folks, but don't worry, you're going to find us somewhere. You're just going to trip and fall right into some YouTube or some Fantasy Focus content somewhere with the Candlestick Kids. We're all good. So, before we dive into all of our positional start sits, we're going to do a little intro for our brand new sponsor, which is our segment is today is brought to you by our Thursday night football preview. Of course, it's going to be brought to you by our Sunday live show. And every Sunday live this year, we've been going on at 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern every Sunday to do starts and sits myself, Buck, Jordan, uh, you know, Ryan, you got, you know, Sky, we're all together for three straight hours. And we have partnered with one of our brand new sponsors this year, and it's good sports, and good sports is a charity organization that actually helps underprivileged communities provide equipment to allow kids to play sports. So, 10% of all our donations from our super chat, all uh, 10% of every donation we get through the TCK Pod Venmo now goes to good sports. Um, we're excited to announce that we raised nearly a thousand dollars last year, last month for the October. So, we Ended up donating $100 to Good Sports. We're excited to uh, say that we did be able to donate $100 this month. And that's really going to go a long way. So we're hoping to build on that. Make sure you're joining us on Sunday Live. Hey, if you want to get your questions expedited, you just throw us a dollar. Boom. You just hit a loophole. You get your questions answered right away. But if you just want to enjoy the show, it's more than just positional start. It's more than just start sits. It's, It's just entertainment, folks. So make sure you're joining us there. Every Sunday live. Now, let's talk a little bit about this Thursday night football preview. And, you know, this, this game kind of gives you a little bit of mixed emotions, right? We have the Jets, Mike White coming off this big performance against the Cincinnati Bengals. You have Carson Wentz coming off a very good day versus the Tennessee Titans. Now we're on the short week, uh, playing a 45 and a half over under. The Colts are favored by 10 and a half. So the Mike White, fluky fluke. Win against the Bengals, well, Vegas ain't buying it. They're giving 10.5 points to the Colts um, in this one. Some key injuries, Tevin Coleman, Zach Wilson will still be out. Corey Davis is doubtful. Some defensive players, defensive tackle and linebacker for the Jets are still out. Um, On the Colts side, you're dealing with the safety, Justin Blackman. He's on on IR. One of their defensive uh, tackles is out as well. But it looks like T.Y. Hilton is, after getting some full practices in, he looks like he might play. You know, it's just impossible to rely on T.Y. Hilton anymore. Obviously, he can't stay healthy in a game, but running through these guys individually for this matchup. Now, Mike White was the main start. Um, last week, he was awesome, 400 yards. Um, but there's a couple of things that bother me about Mike White's performances. Number one, 19 targets to running backs, um, and he didn't attempt a single pass over 20 yards. So he was not challenging defenses downfield. The Bengals allowed him to just check it down to Crowder, check it down to his running backs. They got a bunch of yards after the catch, and they nickled, they nickled and dimed their way all the way back into that football game. Now, hey, you take what you can get, and it worked out. The Colts are one of the best defenses against pass-catching running backs. So I just don't see Mike White being able to just dink and dunk. Um, and so for Mike White, I, listen, the matchup isn't bad. Like, he is – going to be featured later in one of my segments as a potential streamer. But at the same time, I personally am interested in a QB super flex league. I probably won't start him. I probably want to see if this whole thing is legit because the way he got that production last week doesn't seem like it's going, like the Colts are not going to just let him dump 19 targets to his running backs and let them get, you know, 200 yards receiving. It's not going to work. Um, in that linebacking core, you know, it's just not going to happen. So I'm just, I, I picked him up in my super flex league. I am not starting him though. I want to see how it goes again against Colts on the short week. Michael Carter, you know, if you listen to our player trend show every Saturday, I've been talking about Michael Carter for about a month now. I've been talking about how the, the trend of his usage is going up. The production will come. Well, it came to fruition last week. He he completely dominated. He was the RB one on the week, which is just absolutely amazing, right? Because Cincinnati's been very good against running backs this year. Um, this week, he's got an interesting matchup against the Colts, who are, you know, they are they're beat they're are they are beatable on the ground, but like I just touched about, they are tough against pass catching running backs. So, you know, I think Michael Carter is. I mean, when you really evaluate who's on by this week, right? Leonard Fournette, you know, Chris Carson, Alex Collins. Uh, You know, DeAndre Swift is out this week. Um, And then the last team, with Seattle, Tampa Bay, Detroit, and I'm blanking on the last one. I don't know why. There's another team on by. But, yeah. um, Yeah, let me just look this up right now because I actually can't remember who's on by. It is... All right, whatever. There's a fourth team on bye. I don't remember. Someone will remind me later in the comments. But anyway, but there's a couple notable running backs that are out, and Michael Carter does fill that void. He is slowly becoming the primary running back. He actually ran a boatload more routes than Ty Johnson. Ty Johnson was involved. He caught his own touchdown, but it was Michael Carter's backfield out of the bye. I am buying him rest of season. We've been buying him for weeks now. So that's good news. So I am, he is startable this week as a low end RB2 because of some of those notable running backs that are out. Um, Michael, uh, Jamison Crowder is the next guy. Now the Colts are a, an out wide funnel defense. They have been very good over the last five weeks against slot receivers. They are not good against perimeter receivers. That's not what Crowder gets, makes his bank. Um, I think this makes Crowder a very fringe wide receiver three this week. I am not excited to start Jamison Crowder, even though he did very well against the Cincinnati Bengals defense. He got you that eight for 80, very solid PPR day. I am not going out of my way to start Jamison Crowder this week um, because of that tough slot matchup against the Colts. Uh, Jumping down, I think outside of that, listen, if you're looking for DFS single-game slate dart throws, the perimeter receivers, you have Denzel uh, Mims ran the most routes and dropped a touchdown last week. He only saw three targets. He caught two of them for 30 yards. He dropped a touchdown. We might be viewing him a lot differently this week if he catches that touchdown. Eliza Moore. Was a part-time player. He played behind Keelan Cole. He played behind Jameson Crowder. He ran less routes than Tyler Croft, but he saw six targets for 60 yards. I mean, he obviously gets targeted when he's on the field, but I don't like banking on part-time players. So if you're going to take a dart throw on DK, he's uh, Denzel Mims is the guy I'm putting in my lineup this week, $2,000. So for that price point, let's get some Denzel Mims in our lives. He's getting all the work with Corey Davis looking out this week. Um, Let's jump down to the Colts. I think Carson Wentz is me and Buck. I have Buck's list of potential starts of the week and his positional starts and sits, so we'll talk through Buck's. But Carson Wentz, we have a mutual agreement that against the Jets looks good. If T.Y. Hilton comes back and plays, that's a boost. It's only beneficial to have a full slate of of Hilton and um, Pittman and, and, and Zach Pascal all in the lineup together. So personally, I think that my opinion is that T.Y. Hilton, not too bad. Um, not going to play him, but I think it's good for Carson Wentz. I think he is a solid streamer if you have one of those main quarterbacks that are out this week, like a Jared Goff, if you're dominating with Jared Goff. All right, let's talk about Jonathan Taylor. Listen, JT, auto start. He's uh, he's the captain's uh, captain seat. I mean, the Jets are very susceptible to running backs in general, but they also allow a lot of passing game work to running backs, too. JT ran a bunch of routes last week against the Tennessee Titans. I'm feeling JT put him in the captain spots. Seems kind of a lock. He's an auto start. Naheem Hines is someone that's interesting. I know the game flow might suggest that it might not work out for him, but the Jets are the worst against expectation. So I factored in who they've played versus expectation. The Jets are the worst against pass-catching running backs. Um, Joe Mixon had a very nice game last week in the passing game as well. I think that Naheem Hines, if you're in a pinch – You're already Andre Swift over Leonard Fournette, and you need that RB3 if you're still banged up at the running back position. Naheem Hines in PPR formats should be okay this week. He does see a decent amount of targets in the past game. Finally, it's Michael Pittman. And similar to the Jamison Crowder situation, um, the Jets are very good against perimeter wide receivers. We just saw it with Jamar Chase. Uh, Jamar Chase was shut down for the first time this year. He did save his day with the fantasy uh, touchdown, but Jamar Chase was dominating every, he was di- di- dominating Marlon Humphrey, and then he plays the Jets, and he gets 30 yards receiving. So Michael Pittman is a lock-and-loaded like wide receiver three-range guy because of the target volume, but the matchup's not good for him. Uh, T. Higgins did break off some long uh, catches last week. He got 97 yards receiving. So similar sized receiver type of receiver as Pittman, I guess you could say. Um, So maybe Pittman is still I think Pittman's still a good wide receiver three this week, but I the matchup is not really great for him. So overall, not too excited for Pittman, but I still will put him uh, in my lineups as a wide receiver three in this game. All right, guys. Well, really, I know we always talk through me and Buck last week, went through our our DraftKings lineup. And just to stay on brand for you, my DraftKings lineup this week is Jonathan Taylor, DK. Uh, I did Jonathan Taylor in my captain spot. Michael Badgley, which we'll talk about in a second. Kicker, got him in. Naheem Hines, Denzel Mims, Carson Wentz, and Mike White. So, went to two quarterbacks. Denzel Mims is my deep sleeper. Cost $2,000. Got Naheem Hines. Jonathan Taylor in that captain spot. Now, listen, JT's the most expensive player uh, in the slate. So to put him in the captain spot, you have to pay up. So might make sense to move him out, put him in the regular spot because you save a lot of money. I'll have to look at that. But right now, that's what I got in my lineup for DraftKings. We'll see if the Badgley call works out. We'll talk about him in just a little bit. But that's our Thursday Night Football breakdown. I think the auto start, Jonathan Taylor, Carson Wentz, a streamer. Uh, start solid start at the quarterback position. I think Michael Pittman, wide receiver three. Uh, sleeper, Denzel Mims and Elijah Moore on the outside. Crowder, PPR, wide receiver four at best. Naheem Hines, sleeper and PPR. Michael Carter, still a borderline RB2, even in a tougher matchup against the Indianapolis Colts. But that's what we got today for Thursday Night Football. Now, before we move on and go to our positional reviews, let's take a quick quick commercial break. We'll talk a little bit about our latest sponsor, Carefactor will be back right after this. Hey, TCK potters and Fantasy Focus community. Are you looking for options for hair loss? There are many options out there for treating it. However, most products treat the cause, such as DHT, and don't do much to support the growth of new and stronger hair. It's like removing harmful weeds from your lawn, but not doing much to fertilize the grass. That's why the Fantasy Focus and TCK team has partnered with Carefactor. CaraFactor saw this problem and focused their research on finding just the right combination of biosynthetic growth factors and an innovative delivery system to promote fuller, stronger-looking hair. So whether you're a listener who suffers from various forms of alopecia or even stress-related hair loss, the Carefactor treatment is the perfect scalp-friendly solution that can help and influence stronger and healthy hair throughout all stages of the hair life cycle. And now, exclusively for TCK listeners, use the promo code TCK at checkout to get 15% off all products at shop.mycarefactor.com. That's shop.myk e r a f a c t o r.com. skincare for hair. That's Cara Factor, folks. Listen, really good site. Check them out. They have a great uh, shampoo, conditioner, help grow thinner, uh, stronger hair. Also got the great bristles. Go check them out at shop.mycarafactor.com. Let's talk about positional starts, sits of the week, brought to you by Cara Factor. Now, Buck's not here, but because I am a man of the people, I made sure to get Buck's picks, and we'll talk through Buck's starts, streamers, fades, and stuff like that. So, right off the bat... Let's talk about Buck's QB fade of the week, and it's Matt Ryan. Now, Matt Ryan is obviously is is now going to be down Calvin Ridley. He's throwing to guys like Tajay Sharp and Russell Gage. He's got Kyle Pitts, but he's got the Saints this week. Now, we'll talk about the Saints in a little bit, about why I'm high on them as a defense. But really, when it comes down to it, uh, it's Matt Ryan. It's very simple. We saw what the Saints were able to do to Tom Brady. And I think that's what Buck's thought process behind why Matt Ryan is a fade this week. Listen, he has no Calvin Ridley, no Julio's course gone. Yeah, I don't think Matt Ryan is really even a holding one Q, single QB leagues. So I agree with Buck on this one. My QB fade is actually someone a little bit spicier. Bomb banana hot sauce spice. And it's Jalen Hurts. Now, when I look at Hurts, it's The the Chargers defense is absolutely dominant. It has nothing to do with his performance last week because whatever they had, they dominated the Detroit Lions. Uh, There was four rusting touchdowns and none went to him. They did not have to throw at all. Uh, So I'm not even factoring that in. What I really am worried about is how the, how dominant the Chargers defense has been this year against quarterbacks. Um. And one game in particular sticks in my mind. It's Lamar Jackson game. So Lamar Jackson faced the Chargers earlier in the year. You know, Jalen Hurts, who can argue is kind of a poor man's version of Jamal Lamar Jackson. Uh, he, he threw for 167 yards, one touchdown, two INTs, rushed the ball for 51 times, and he had 17 points, finishing outside the top 12 that week. That kind of production is what I see kind of in the cards for Jalen Hurts. I think... The thing with Hurts, for my opinion, he's probably his upside is is probably a nice twenty points, but I think his floor is like the eleven to thirteen range again. That's what worries me about Jalen Hurts is because I don't think he's going to have that big blow up game against a very good Chargers DST. Um, but the Chargers DST did suffer some injuries. I think I think Michael Davis. So we'll look at that throughout the week. Check back in with me on on Saturday's show to see if there's any updates to the secondary because I know Asante Samuel and Michael Davis suffered injuries on Sunday. But we'll look at that. But I think Hurts is someone that I am actually kind of fading this week, especially in DFS, because of the matchup, because, first of all, the the uh, Chargers allowed the second-fewest points to quarterbacks in general, and what they did to Lamar Jackson is why they're a QB fade. Now on the flip side of quarterbacks that we're kind of excited about, and me and Buck do agree on this one, it's Carson Wentz. Buck sent me his list, it's Carson Wentz. My pick is Carson Wentz as well. So the Jets have allowed the fifth most points to the quarterback position over the last five weeks. Pro Football Doc has, and I always recommend, listen, Pro Football Doc is a great resource. Now go on to Pro Football Doc, and they actually show you six scores. They also show you, like, the health of a player, red, yellow, green. Carson Wentz was updated to the green for the first time all year, so he's healthy. Now if he gets T.Y. Hilton back with Michael Pittman, Zach Pascal, You know, the tight end situation, he's got two good running backs. The Jets have allowed the fifth most points over the last five weeks to quarterbacks. But Carson Wentz is a top 10 QB at points per game over that span as well. So you factor that in along with the matchup. Listen, Mike White showed a lot last week. Mike White showed that even without Corey Davis against the Bengals, who are a very decent defense. Now, do I think he's going to be blown up? No, but at the same time, I think he's able to make the game flow better than we expect, which is going to force Carson Wentz to produce. And I think that makes Carson Wentz a solid streamer, especially for the teams that have a Tom Brady uh, this week that is on by. Now, another player that Buck likes is Tua. Um, the Dolphins are coming off a game where they face the Buffalo Bills. I don't think anybody really expected much from the Buffalo, um, Buffalo Bills. But now they get the Houston Texans. Um, and uh, I think a lot of us are starting to see what we thought about earlier in the year when we saw basically we, we thought the, the Jaguars in week one. They were just going to come out and steamroll the, the Houston Texans Instead, Tyrod Taylor looks good. The defense looks all right. But instead, the Texans are now kind of becoming a doormat. They have really kind of been exposed over the last few weeks. And two looked pretty good. He's actually shown a lot, even in tough matchups against the Buffalo Bills. He showed a little chemistry with Devontae Parker last week. So I think that Buck feels that Tua in a plus matchup, because of how well he's playing, could be a streamer. I think we both agree that Wentz is the guy we'd go with. But if you are the Tom Brady owner, if you are someone that is needing a quarterback this week, I think it's... Oh, Washington football team. That's who it is. Washington football team is the fourth team. Look at that. I knew I would get it. Um, And then, so if you're streaming Taylor Heineke in a 2 QB league, I think two of this week is not a solid, uh, not a bad play either. Moving on to the, um, moving on to the next position, which is running backs. So for Buck, he goes Denver running backs. Now I understand that at this point it's getting very difficult to predict these guys. Um, now I, listen, I know everyone wants Javante to be the guy and And I get it, but it's just, we've talked about this over and over again. It's a 50-50 split. And when it comes down to it, you know, are we going to know which drive is going to be the one that Javante's in? And is that when they get to the red zone and score? I don't know. So I understand where he's coming from, but the Dallas run defense is not really that scary. Um, I think that the Melvin Gordon probably to me is still the best fantasy option. He's getting the more advantageous running game looks. He's getting, he's seeing more of the goal line stuff. He is getting more of the pass game work. So I am not, I would actually not be opposed to starting Melvin Gordon. If you're in a pinch this week, especially for the Swift Fournette owner, the Gibson owner, that's been starting that train wreck McKissick and all those guys overall. So I think I get where he's coming from there. My guys chase Edmonds. Um, yeah, and I, I, I've i been a huge proponent of Chase Edmonds, but the San Francisco 49ers have been very good against running backs in general, but they're also very good against versus expectation. So there's, they have allowed the second-fewest points to running backs, but they also have allowed the fourth-fewest versus expectation this season. So they are a very tough matchup um, for running backs in general. And Edmonds, I know he scored last week, but he doesn't find the end zone a lot. He might get you a nice day overall, but if he's not, if he's in a tough matchup for pass catching running backs and running backs in general, I just think that Chase Edmonds this week might be someone that you view more as a RB3 flex than your typical RB2 he's been this season, um, just because of San Francisco and how dominant they've been against running backs this year. On the flip side, listen, um, for guys that you could start, Buck has A.J. Dillon and Naheem Hines. Now, I think the Dillon call against the, the Chiefs was before Rodgers went out. But we'll get Buck's thoughts on Sunday live. Um, But Dylan has a great matchup against that Kansas City run defense that can't stop anybody. But I think the Jordan Love situation kind of makes this one a little sketchy. Um, But Naheem Hines is a good one. I mean, no one one allows more points versus expectation for running backs in the past game than the Jets. They get torched. So um, I think that from that perspective – Uh, Naheem Hines could have a nice, he could find his way to a nice, like, six catches for like 50 yards and a great PPR day, throwing a couple carries and bada bang, a little bomb banana. And then you got yourself a great recipe for fantasy gold in PPR formats. My guy's Boston Scott. Now, the matchup this week is good. It's my fourth best matchup on the week against the Chargers. The Chargers are terrible against running backs. Um, Damian Harris last week would have had an even bigger day if he didn't have a touchdown called back by a holding call and another 20-yard uh, plus running back uh, carry called back. Now, that, what that tells me is that, listen, Boston Scott, I know at the end of the game, it looked like it was Boston Scott got 12, Jordan Howard got 12, now he, uh, Kenny Gamewell got 12 carries. That's not what happened. In the first half of that game, when it was relatively close, Scott got nine carries Howard got four. Gainwell got one. Scott got nine carries. And, like, like Miles Sanders never got nine carries in the first half. He barely got nine carries in games. But they gave the ball to Boston Scott nine times in that game in the first half. Which tells me he's still the lead ball carrier in a game that's probably going to be a lot more competitive. I do see that Boston Scott could be a nice play this week if you're looking for a, uh, a start. He also was the only running back to see a target the first three quarters. So, as much as we want Gainwell, and I think the, listen, the Chargers game should be better game flow for Gainwell. And maybe Gainwell could be mixed in PPR because the Chargers are susceptible. Um, But I think that I think Boston Scott, because he's the primary ball carrier, I think that he might be able to get you some production, especially if you're hurting at running back. If you need a start, I think you could throw some weight behind Boston Scott this week as a RB3 flex if you need him. All right. Let's jump down to wide receivers. And Bucks wide receivers to fade this week. Devonta Smith, Michael Pittman. Interesting. Um, I get the Michael Pittman call. The Jets have been really good against outside receivers. We kind of went over that. Um, so I do see where he's come from. The other one's Devonta Smith. Yeah, he's got the Chargers. I mean, the Chargers have been really tough against receivers uh this season, and Smith really hasn't been good. And Dallas Goddard last week, man, oh, man. I mean, he had six catches and, and you know, Jalen Hurts completed nine passes, which is like freaking insane, right? So from my perspective, I, I understand. Devontae Smith hasn't done anything, and he's not going to do it against the Chargers. But let's, watch, let's look out for those cornerback injuries because if there's multiple injuries there, maybe that could be something that happens. Uh, maybe that improves his matchup against backup corners on the outside. My receiver is Devontae Parker um kind of goes hand in hand and oh I'm sorry I just lied to you why am I lying to you my fade this week I'm sorry is Marvin Jones um Marvin Jones is got the Buffalo Bills I don't think I need to really say that I think this is a little obvious um I know there's a couple guys like Terry McLaurin's on by DK Metcalf Tyler Lockett um you know Chris Chris Godwin Mike Evans some notable receivers but I don't think Marvin Jones is going to get it done against the Buffalo Bills and when you look at who, how the bills have been against really good receivers, Tyree kill seven for 63, AJ Brown, seven for 91, Terry McLaurin, four for 62, Brandon cooks, five for 47. So you can tell the pinnacle J AJ Brown, seven for 91. That's awesome. Solid day. You know, that's a wide receiver, two numbers and half point PPR, but then Terry McLaurin, Brandon cooks, you know, Tyree kill did not even put up top 24 receiving numbers on the week. So Yeah, I'm not feeling Marvin Jones. The other guy is Mike Williams. The Eagles this season have been very good against outside receivers. They do have some nice outside corners in Darius Slay and Nelson. Um, But I think because of the injuries to – I mean, not the injuries, but the guys who are out this week, I actually am not going to go out of my to sit Mike Evans. I think he's a wide receiver three this week because of the injuries. But he's someone that I'm not going to play in DFS. And I am wary of the matchup because three of his last four games – He's been under five fantasy points in half-point PPR. Three of the last four games, under five points. That's crazy. On the flip side, let's get to the positive notes here. Um, on the flip side, you have Buck goes with D- Hunter Renfro and Devontae Parker. Me and him agree on Devontae Parker. I, I, I think Devontae Parker's a slam dunk this week. Playing the Houston Texan, Texans' second-most points to outside receivers last week. He had 12 targets in that game. DJ Moore and Diggs over the last few weeks had over 100 yards in this against them, against the Texans. Texans are not good against number one wide receivers. So I'm really feeling Dasvante Parker. So is Buck. And that's that's Gumbers, baby. That's gut and numbers. That's Gumbers. That's the Gumbers start of the week brought to you by Bombanana. Okay? I don't even know if that's a thing, but they are sponsored, and I threw them in there. But anyway, the other guy is Hunter Renfro. Um, the Henry Rugg situation is big news. Hunter Renfro has been regulated to a part-time player because it's been Ruggs and Edwards. Um, Does this mean Zay Jones becomes the next player up or just Hunter Renfro now playing two receiver sets? Renfro already offers you that great baseline, right? He offers that five for 50 baseline. He is involved when they, especially when they're in good game flows. Um, They get the Giants this week. The Giants are very good against perimeter receivers. Where you can beat the Giants is in the middle of the field. That's where Hunter Renfro lives. So I get where Buck's coming from. And maybe because of the situation with Henry Ruggs, Hunter Renfro is now someone you want, especially in PPR formats. All right, before we jump into tight ends, we're going to take a quick commercial break. And we're going to go over to our new one of our, one of our sponsors that you all know, Jersey Jungle. Be right back after this.
0: Are you a merchandise maniac or Jersey junkie like myself? you need to check out the Jersey jungle. They handle their business on Instagram at the Jersey jungle. You can use a promo code TCK for 10% off of one or two jerseys, 15% off of three or more jerseys. Now, if you've been watching the show for this season or a couple seasons, you know that my backdrop, if you're streaming live with us on video, you know, my backdrop is always a couple of jerseys. Those jerseys are coming from the Jersey jungle. They're high quality stitch and twill jerseys. I collect NFL jerseys, but I'm also a baseball guy. So I have baseball jerseys as well. I collect Hall of Fame jerseys. I have a Jackie Robinson. I have a Ken Griffey Jr. I have a Willie Mays jersey. I got a Shohei Otani jersey as well because the guy has been absolutely on fire. Go get yourself a jersey. Basketball, baseball, hockey, football, college. They got rookies as well. Home, away, They have customs, they have camouflage, whatever you're feeling, retro jerseys from any sport. Go hit up the Jersey Jungle on Instagram. DM the Jersey Jungle. Use the promo code TCK for 10% off of one or two jerseys, 15% off of three jerseys. These are already half price that you're going to find on the website. They're high quality, stitch and twill, game authentic jerseys. Go check them out. The Jersey Jungle on Instagram.
1: That's Jersey jungle folks. Let's dive right back into our positional start sets. Let's talk tight ends. So Buck is going on with Dalton Schultz and you know, I I think, I think it's the Broncos. I brought this up last week. Why I was fading um, Ricky seals Jones is because the Denver Broncos are pretty good against tight ends, but I think he's he's been very good with Dak. So I thought about Schultz too. And I get where he's coming from on this one. Um, there is some notable guys. I mean, obviously the Tampa Bay situation has been in flux, uh, uh, you know, but overall TJ Hawkinson and Ricky Stills Jones are not available. Logan Thomas won't be available this week. Um, but he should be back next week, which is good. Um, check your waiver wires for Logan Thomas. I, I made a big error, man. I got some guys in my leagues, man. They picked up Logan Thomas for free. That's on me. I should have been looking out for Logan Thomas, but anyway. Uh, so Dalton Schultz and Tyler Higby were, were, call, uh, Bucks fades and I get it. You know, the thing with, uh, with Tyler Higby is that he's just not getting the looks. And um, he offers you kind of like this weird, boring baseline. He constantly gets you like six points and half point PPR. And you know what? Like my thing is, instead of playing this weird game where you're trying to figure out the other position, and yet you're probably getting, you're netting out probably like two, three points a week when other people are just dealing with the madness. Um, but I, I, you know, it's just, he's just, he's probably due for a touchdown. He's just always on the field. Uh, so I, I guess I'm, I guess I'm just, I'm stuck on Higby. My guy is probably, you're not going to sit. Uh, and I just saying this, basically DFS and, you know, I, and you're not going to get, you're probably not going to have an opportunity to see him, but if you're, if you're Flux, if you have some dominant tight ends, uh, it's Mark Andrews. And, you know, the Vikings have really kind of turned it around defensively, but also, because of the loss of Patrick Peterson, we saw last week, they have been absolutely destroyed by receivers. I mean, Amari Cooper and CeeDee Lamb completely crushed them. Dalton Schultz, two for 11. But even prior weeks, TJ Hawkinson, two for 22. The Browns, tight ends combined for 31 yards. So they've really, after an early season where they were getting dominated by Max XX Williams, you know, they basically really turned it on against tight ends. So I think Mark Andrews is kind of like someone that, hey, don't pay up for it in DFS season long. You're starting them. It is what it is. Guys that were willing to start, and I think we – we uh, Tyler, Tyler Conklin, once again, I think he's really kind of fallen into this nice five for 50 range and good matchups. And um I think that he – again, this week gets the Ravens, and the Ravens have been really good Um at uh, – I mean, really good for tight ends. And it's been a solid matchup this season. So I think Tyler Conklin is another great start and probably someone you should probably play over Tyler Higby. I would probably say I agree with that because he's been – more, his baseline's been better, and he's, been, he's got a much better matchup this week. So, you know, Tyler Conklin's another great start. Probably someone I should have just kept riding with, because I know I faded him after the first couple weeks, even though I was high in him preseason. Shame on me. The other guy has Moley Cox. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I, he went, he, he gave you an no for last week. Did have five targets, got no receptions. I don't understand the whole Moley Cox thing. But you're banking on, at that point, it's like a deep league banking on a touchdown hey maybe he gets when he doesn't but he's a part-time player he gets usually three targets maybe one goes for a touchdown sure it's possible but even when he scores a touchdown what does he get you ten points like you know it's just I just don't see the upside but hey hey bucks Buck's done it before he's proven me wrong with the touchdowns for tight ends my guy's Alberto Um. And if you don't know who Albert O is, he's the Denver Broncos backup tight end. And why I'm bringing him up is because Noah Fant is out this week. Uh, Noah Fant has COVID. Now, of course, we have to monitor this. But last week, we talked about Pat Firemuth. We talked about Jordan Akins, the tight end injuries. But now Albert O is going to be the primary tight end. He's going to be a full-time player. Um, and the Cowboys' defense has not been good against tight ends. I mean, you saw Conklin, Hunter Henry, Evan Ingram all have solid performances. Uh, overall versus this defense. So, I think from my perspective, Albert O is someone that I actually am bold enough to start over Tyler Higby, over Dalton Schultz, over guys that have been more consistent throughout the year. Because Albert O has been getting production behind Noah Fant, and he's looked really good, really good. And I think that he's someone that you could start this week. Get him in your DFS lineup, get him everywhere. He's going to be solid, and I think he's going to help people win some games this week overall. All right, those are our Positional Start Sits brought to you by Factor. Now, before we go, we want to do a couple streamers. This is my streamer segment, and we're going to do some quick streamers. Before we get into all the streamers, I just want to go, our streamers and all our hot takes are brought to you by our sponsor, Bomb Banana, so we'll be back right after this.
0: want to introduce you to our newest sponsor, Bomb Banana Hot Sauce. They're a brand-new banana-based hot sauce founded by four University of Michigan grads. Shouts out to the Wolverines. Their sauce is an absolute must-have at any draft or watch party. Put it on nachos, pizza, wings, or literally any dip, and you will never be forced to eat boring party food again. I promise. The sweet heat and the chili-banana combo provides a truly delicious restaurant-quality flavor. They currently offer two flavors, the original with the white label and the spicier, Mui Mui, that comes in the red label. I'm more of a mild guy, but if you like the spice, the Mui Mui is what you want. B Super excited to officially be part of the Bomba Nation. Hashtag Bomba Nation. We hope that you'll join us there. Head over to the website, www.seekthespice.com. Use the discount code TCK at checkout to get 10% off of your order. Once again, Bomb Banana Hot Sauce. Banana-based, not banana-flavored hot sauce. Seekthespice.com. Promo code TCK.
1: All right, folks, let's do some streamers. It says QBs and tight ends, but I got some defenses. I got some kickers. I got kickers, folks, because kickers matter in your home leagues. I If you're sick and tired of getting four points from a kicker, you're in the right place. That's what we do for you. QB deep uh, tight ends. Let's do tight ends deep dives first. I don't think it gets deeper than Alberto. Go get Alberto. Um, but if you need another guy, it's Jordan Akins. And I, I talked about him last week on my player uh, player trends show because – Alba, uh, Farrell Brown, the tight end he's been sharing work with, is out. This week against Miami, Miami's a, is a winnable matchup for tight ends. Farrell Brown, is out Wednesday, but we have to monitor his practice sports because if Farrell Brown's back, I'm not interested in Jordan Aikens. But Jordan Aikens, probably another five for 50-day, don't be surprised, as the Dolphins offense looks pretty good. Don't mind I said Dolphins, but anyway. Um, QB deep dive, Mike White has a decent matchup against the Colts. Um, I am wary of Mike White. Uh, I'll probably be wrong, but I'm fine with that. Just the weird way he got all his production seems strange. But if you're looking for a, a just a crazy QB, uh, two QB quarterback, and you need to start somebody, Mike White's better than your probably a wide receiver four on your team. So I get it. So fine. Sorry. The other guy's Tyrod Taylor. We don't know if he's going to play yet. I get that. But I actually like his matchup against the Miami Dolphins if he does play. Uh, if you find out later in the week that he's practicing, it looked like he is practicing early on. Let's check it right now. Um, oh, he's on IR, so we won't get practice reports. But if he's activated by Friday and Saturday, I think if you need a QB2 and a Superflex or a you know two QB league, uh, I really like Tyrod Taylor in a deep dive. Let's jump to t- defensive streamers. Now, the obvious ones, a lot of people are on. My, my, the defense i picked up the most is the Saints. I like the Saints this week against the Atlanta Falcons. Um, no Calvin Ridley, you got, you got the dominance up front. Uh, I just think that he, they're going to get after Matt Ryan, force him into a bad situation. I think it's saints are my favorite defense. So if you can still get them, go get them. The other team is the Dallas Cowboys against the Denver Broncos. Um, Teddy B just doesn't scare me. Uh, I just think that the Dallas Cowboys defense has been very optu- opportunistic opportunistic uh, this season. And I think that they can definitely get to Teddy B. Teddy B's been, you know, some turnovers here and there, and he's also been able to get sacked a few times. So I think Dallas is also a defense that I like a lot. But those are more well-owned. Here's my deep names, and they one of them scary. It's the Green Bay Packers against the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, makes no sense, but I thought the same thing a couple weeks ago about the Tennessee Titans and the Titans. Uh, you know, held them to three points. The Giants' defense recently held them down. Um, this isn't the same Chiefs. Patrick Mahomes is taking a lot more risks which is leading to a lot more interceptions and turnovers. And the Green Bay Packers defense is playing better, lately. Really. So I think the Packers DST, if you're really desperate, could be a, and I think for DFS, I mean, no one's going to have the Packers against Skittin City, right? So we'll see how that goes. And the other one's Vegas against the Giants. The Giants are extremely banged up at the skill positions. Barkley is now on COVID list. So he's probably not going to play. Um, so the Vegas, the Raiders coming off their bye is another solid, deeper name. Now let's get to why you're all here. And that's the kicker. And I know everyone's here for kickers. Uh, so, I, you know, if you haven't been following the kicker analysis on the Sunday live show, we've been hot lately. But the one guy that really stood out in my analysis is Michael Badgley. Now he's the Colts kicker. He's filling in for Rodrigo Blankenship. And we can't wait for Rodrigo to get back because he's the kicker poster boy. But I think Michael Badgley is someone that I like a lot this week. I have picked him up in all my leagues. Um, let's get some Michael Badgley on short week. Um, the Colts are in a dome playing at home. Uh, against the Jets defense that does allow a lot of production to kickers this year. So I do like Michael Badgley. Uh, Daniel Carlson, if you don't like getting real real crazy with your kickers and you want somebody more um, popular, uh, Daniel Carlson, he's been dropped in a lot of leagues because the Raiders were on by. A lot of people don't go back and pick up Daniel Carlson. He could be on waivers. You can pick up Carlson and play him this week. He has a solid matchup. Nick Folk is still not picked up in most leagues. He's available in a third of leagues. Guy's been red hot. And the and the 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 offense that he plays with is the best for kickers because they don't have like a dominant red zone threat. They don't they if they can't run the ball in with Damian Harris, Mac Jones is not really dominating with Hunter Henry and, and company. So I think that you know Nick Folk, if you could get him, is another good one. Randy Bullock and Jake Elliott are my other two kickers. So I think Michael Badgley should be available. If you can't get Badgley, and that's a thing, and if you don't want to play Badgley, other guys I like this week are Randy Bullock and Jake Elliott. All right, folks, that's it. Before I go, let's. Answer, I got some comments in here. Let's see what the guys are saying. Let's see what we got in here, folks. Oh, we got some great names. We got some regulars here. What's up, fellas? All right. First of all, let's take, take a quick question from Moreno. Would you trade Ken Allen for Chubb? Yes. Go get Nick Chubb. Everyone out here in the world, please go get Nick Chubb. He's going to be awesome. Sky and I are actually planning a rest-of-season preview next week. So next week, stay tuned to Trade Deadline Preview. Best rest of season schedule, we'll talk through this, but go, yes. Go get Ch- Nick Chubb, absolutely. Timothy, Tim Wesby, Hey, Tim. Hi, David. Hi. Well, it's just, I'm not David Johnson. It sounds like, hi, David Johnson. A total bust last week an RB for a two-point PPR. David Johnson was a total bust. Um, yeah, he was really bad. And he's in a four-way committee, I want to tell you. Um, he Tim does not know if CMC and CH will be back. CMC is a maybe, CH is a no. Um, I have Freeman, Ingram, Bolden, or some other long shot. Mm. Adrian Peterson, Jeremy McNichols are the guys that probably make the most sense. Uh, you know, waivers probably ran in your league, but in a 2 PPR, Jeremy McNichols is not terrible. But I think Adrian Peterson is going to be fine, man. I think he's going to be good. Um, he's, he's gunning, I talked about this yesterday. He's not anywhere close to Emmett Smith, but he's about like 500 yards behind um, I want to say it's Barry Sanders for number four all time. I think he's gunning for it. And I think Adrian Peterson's proven that he can play well into his 30s. He's gonna be fresh. Um and he and when he gets the ball, he does catch passes. Uh, I think the Titans game against the Charger. Um I'm sorry. The Titans are playing uh shoot. The Rams, right? Shoot, why am I why am I blanking? I got some. Oh, yeah. The Rams. Sorry. Titans are playing the Rams. So I think that, you know, McNichols and that combo could be decent this week. So if you need deeper names, Tim, go there. Deacon, what's up? Hey, Bob. Hey, Deacon. Would you prefer Gaskin or Boston Scott? The RB2 this week. Interesting question. Um, Dolphins are playing. Let me check. Let me check my analysis here. The Dolphins are playing against the Texans. Oh, wow. Okay. That's fun. Houston. Is actually a good matchup for running games. I would go Gaskin. I think I think the Gaskin is getting you about 12, 15 carries. No Malcolm Brown. I'm gonna lean Gaskin. Uh, I think he's gonna be good. This is a, Houston's a very good run game matchup, and he's been getting about consistently twelve to fifteen carries since the Brown injury. Thank you, Deacon. Oh, Beach, come here now, Beach. Eighty nine. Always a pleasure, sir. What do you uh, do? You like Tua to, uh, to Jaziki this week? Um, we got. This same game against Houston, yeah. I mean, Houston Jazicki took a big back seat though because of Parker. Uh I don't know if two is going to really support three really consistent pass catchers, but what's your other options, man? I mean, Jazicki to me against Houston's not a bad matchup. I'm not fading Jazicki this week, but let us know your options and we'll we'll talk through them. Maybe you can get to us on Sunday Live, Beach. Appreciate you, man. Uh, another question would you start Renfro over Pittman this week? I know Buck would. Uh Buck would definitely start Renfro over Pittman. Um, let's see. We have the Raiders. Let's, let's just do it right now. We're going to do it right now. I got, I got the analysis up. We have the Raiders. Let's see. Raiders are playing the Giants, of course. The Um, sorry folks on the podcast side. I'm answering questions from Beach. Uh, let's see. We have the Giants over the last five weeks have allowed, let's say. Hmm. Wow, they've allowed the most slot points. Oh yeah, get some Renfro in your life. Over the last five weeks, the Giants have allowed the most slot points in the NFL. There you go, folks. Hunter Renfro over Pittman, get it done. All right, or Conklin. Let's see. You know what? I'm not. I'm listen. I'm here. I got all the time in the world. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna actually take a look at my analysis. Let's see, Jazikier Conklin. Houston is eighth in my metric Baltimore seventh hmm I think it's a coin flip man I think you're good I think you can do whatever you want there um I'm gonna go that's a good one I'm gonna go Conklin slightly ahead of Jaziki but I like them both Adrian, Adrian Peterson McNichols I'm, I'm just going in on Peterson so the Bengals, this is something I, I, I'm going to bring to my Saturday show. So make sure you, Marina, make sure you're joining me on my Saturday show this week because what I'm going to look at is the, the Tennessee Titans run game without Derrick Henry. So the offensive line, everyone who knows my matchup article, I talk about adjusted line yards, which is just strictly the offensive line. The Titans are very good. I want to see what the, the Washington football team and the Lions were previous years. Because he's running around behind a top ten offensive run game line, I really I think Adrian Peterson is going to be solid. The question comes: Can he get you two catches for fifteen yards? When he gets you the the fifteen for sixty, but then he gets you two catches for another twenty yards or fifteen yards, and now his baseline becomes nine ish, maybe ten. And then when he gets to the end zone, he's a solid RB two. Um, that becomes the real question for AP. But I, I do think AP is going to be a solid play. Beach, Mike Evans for Justin Jefferson, straight up. I don't have rest of season rankings in front of me, Beach. I'm not going to lie to you, man. Um, I'm going to say keep Justin Jefferson. So I'm going to – oh, you want Mike Evans for just Yes, go get Justin Jefferson. Concerned about unvaccinated Aaron Rodgers? Yeah, he won't play this week. Uh, So, yeah, I am concerned for Devontae Adams. I'm concerned for Aaron Jones. Uh, Kansas City's defense is not good, but at the same time, we'll see what Jordan Love. The it's been the year of the backup quarterback, so maybe Jordan Love comes out and balls. Aaron Rodgers will not play this week. All right, Luke. One last one. We're gonna do Luke's question here. Hey, Luke, Kirk Renfro or Bateman? Oh, Renfro. We just went over this. Renfro has a dominant matchup with the Giants in the slot this week. Let's go Renfro and half point PPR. All right, DeRozan. Last one, buddy. Half point PPR: McNichols, Dylan, or Freeman? You know. The Dylan situation is not as advantageous because of the Rodgers news. Freeman, who knows? I mean, it could be Lat Murray. It could be, you know, who knows what the situation is going to be. So uh, I guess the Titans are playing the Rams. The Rams are going to be able to put up points. Let's go McNichols and half point PPR. All right, folks, that's all we got for today. This is episode 400 and something. Sky will tell you later um, of the fantasy football, uh, fantasy focus. Jesus, guys. It's been a long day. Solo pods make me lose my mind. I'm Bobby LaMarco. This is the Chaos Stick Kids Fantasy Football Podcast. These episodes and all these episodes are part uh, brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network. And they are brought to you by uh, Bet Online AG. This is on the Fantasy Focus YouTube channel. Guys, I appreciate you. Make sure you're joining us every Sunday live, 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern for our Sunday Live Start Shit Show. Brought to you by Good Sports, our sponsor. Thank, thanks, guys, for joining me again. I'm Bobby LaMarco. He's Bobby LaMarco. We are...